0: Fall. It means there's a crisp chill in the air. It's time to gather wood for the season's first fire. And the leaves are piling up outside. But along the coast of South Carolina, fall is kind of like summer, only cooler.
1: Fires are simply for roasting oysters. And the only raking you might do is in a sand trap
0: of one of our many challenging golf courses. Tap now to discover the joys of fall on the coast of South Carolina. Or visit fallandsc.com.
2: Everyone who's here, welcome to entry level prophecy. So happy! Um, before we, before we get into this, I just want to say, um, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. You know we're here for you. We honor your presence. We love you. You are so amazing. We want to learn. We want to be equipped, and we want to hear your voice even more than we already do. Just take over this meeting in Jesus' mighty name amen so guys um entry-level prophecy but i'm not going to waste too much of your time you've come here to learn how to hear god on on another level in in fact more than just hearing god personally you want to move out and start to speak on his behalf and um where do you start the bible says always jesus says you know you have to build your your house on the right foundation you build upon the rock and a lot of people always try to go from you know um from level one to level 25 and actually if you don't have a firm foundation then you're going to make a lot of um, bumps along the way and actually it says that the house is not built on the rock you know uh it just doesn't stand and it says even that if the law doesn't build the house then the labor is labor in vain what i'm really saying is like it's there's levels there's stages there's phases and in fact like scripturally there's a scripture in first corinthians i think it's 12 verse 4 and it talks about let me pull it up here it talks about there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit there are differences in ministries but the same lord there are diversities of activities but it's the same god who works in all you know diversities differences um different administrations what it means is a whole chasm. There's like there's you know like crisp, ready salted prawn cocktail, barbecue flavor. There's different ways that a gift, one gift can have different functions, and not just different functions of the way it moves in regards to you know a prophecy might come for healing, a prophecy might come and um, speaking to someone's uh, finances, but actually there's different spheres you might be called. To as a prophet there's so many different dimensions and here's one aspect of that gift which we call or our our special guest is called entry level prophecy and guys i'm telling you what you learn today you're gonna have to get a pen and paper it's not just going to be a passive thing but guess you're going to take some notes as well and we're going to move from entry level in, into a, into a more secure place so you're like okay i get entry level prophecy i know how it works i i'm confident that i can do this and in fact the bible invites us to do this i'm so i'm just quite excited get your pens get your pieces of paper let me tell you about our speaker he is a great Well, he's i met him um in one in a tongues group but as he was in the tongues group, I'm speaking in tongues group. Actually, I, he was posting things about intimacy with the Holy Spirit, receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But then also, every now and again, he would ha- he has a podcast and he had, invites guests on. You talk about the supernatural, like l- l- every topic you can think of, whether it's healing, words of knowledge, um, understanding the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. It's almost like if you know Sid Roth, it's the Sid Roth of the podcast world so if you're thinking of you know I like Sid Roth I like that stuff it's really good but I want an audio version yeah <laughs> that's um, I think it's Adventures in the Spirit podcast you know that is uh, a wonderful podcast I know I saw some of you sharing it and Laurie you were listening to some one episode and I think you um shared that episode on your facebook you know i've listened to a few in fact i was actually a guest on his podcast once which is good but i'm telling you when they say there's a variety of there's a variety of topics on that podcast like you could you could binge eat spiritually on all of the content in the podcast he's from 5-1 ministries uh he's so experienced ministerially and i'm so like i only bring seasoned people here like i'm bringing the best like the best. I have to think about, you know, God, where are you leading us? Who should we bring on? And it's not just, oh, let me just get this person. No, like, I, I know that you're in safe hands. And you know what? Let's just put our hands together for our speaker today. It is Gerard Lasky.
1: Wow. Thank you so very much. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. You know, that episode that I'd had with Malachi was Fire. If you haven't listened to that on Adventures in the Spirit, it was fire. I'm still getting reports of people receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit from that episode, where they watch it or listen in. And uh, very powerful. Uh, Malachi, thank you so very much for the invitation to be here. Uh, I love your hunger. I love your thirst for righteousness. And I'm excited for what God is doing through you. And I'm excited for what God is going to do in every person here today. So I'm Jared Lasky, and as uh, Malachi was saying, you know, I've got resources. I have an e-course called Entry-Level Prophecy, which in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, you know, prophecy, entry-level prophecy is the beginning stage of hearing God's voice and speaking His words to people. It's real simple. You know, we can all hear God's voice. We can all prophesy. We can encourage, comfort, and edify according to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Verses one through five, you know, um, I, I do have resources on activating people in the seer realm and, and things like that. But I really love just to hear God's voice right where I'm at and prophesy over people, whether it's your barista or a waiter, waitress, mm. and leave them a good tip as well, you know, because they know us by our love and by our generosity And if there's a supernatural situation that we come across, you know, they will pick up spirit to spirit and they'll just know, hey, this is God. We don't have to say, hey, this is, you know, we don't have to raise up our hands and say, thus saith the Lord and stuff like that. Just conversationally, they'll realize this is supernatural. And then we point them to Jesus. You know, I've got so many stories to share like that. And I'm sure that um, God has used you in, in supernatural ways But entry-level prophecy, you know, is prophecy just – there's a lot of different definitions out there. I don't want to get too technical. I want to get practical. So to you – well, to me, prophecy, hearing God's voice, speaking what he is saying. And that could be just through the still – hearing his still small voice. Or having a flash or an image that wasn't there originally pop up in my mind. And I'll just kind of grab a hold of that and ask the person some questions and start speaking it out. But the best place to start an entry-level prophecy is in the secret place of prayer, first and foremost. Mm. This is where I learned how to prophesy. You know, the Holy Spirit would tell me to prophesy to the wind. While I'm in the secret place, in the place of prayer, in the place of intimacy. So one of our first priorities is to just have intimacy with Jesus. Mm. And we start prophesying, even though nobody's there, we start prophesying in the secret place. And the Holy Spirit would tell me what to prophesy, what to speak, call it decree, call it declaration. I was just being obedient to what the Holy Spirit was saying. And here I am speaking to the wind. Speaking to the sure. north to the south, to the east to the west, and the Holy spirit and I'd be writing it down in a in my prayer journal. I'd even pray in tongues and and start speaking those out because you know just simply what is the interpretation of tongues? you know it's one of the vocal gifts, one of the prophetic gifts tongues are prophetic, and I know that Malachi has teachings on this as well, you know uh you pray in tongues. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what you're saying, and Hmm. he'll interpret it. And it's decrees, it's praise, it's prayer, it's uh, declarations, and it's prophetic, and it's being released into the heavenlies. And I mean, it's just one of the most powerful places is in the secret place of God. Hmm. So our first priority as followers of Jesus is intimacy with him. This is of the utmost importance. Time with him is to be prioritized. He is our first ministry. Jesus is our first ministry. And so we minister to Him. We fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We spend time with God the Father, and and we're seeking Him through it all. We're entertaining Him. I mean, how much fun it is to spend time with Jesus. I know that everybody has a different personality, different ways to connect with God, whether that's through walking in nature, you know, looking at the roses and praising God or or like me, I love to just lay down and sunbathe, S-O-N, bathing in the presence mm. of Jesus, you know, and that's, and I'm just entertaining him. He's entertaining me. We're having a conversation back and forth and and just having worship music playing. That's how I, I sp- spend a lot of my time with God. Some people, again, they, they walk in nature. Some people need to do something. You know, my, my lovely bride of 20 years, you know, she's a doer. And so she's worshiping Jesus. She's got earbuds in her ears, but she's doing stuff around the home, or she's running errands and, you know, entertaining Jesus in the vehicle, right? Mm. So I don't know what your personality is, is like, but the way you connect with God is the best way to connect with God, right? And to entertain Him, spend time in intimacy with Him, praising and adoring Him. Exodus chapter 33, verse 11, it says, The Lord spoke to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend, and then Moses would walk away from the tent of meeting after spending time face to face with who I believe is the uh, is Christ Jesus in the Old Testament, and there's uh, uh, other scriptural verses I could kind of bring into into the fore and and dissect and and show that he was seeing Christ before he was born, uh, but I won't get into that. But Moses was speaking face to face as a friend of God his assistant Joshua would depart from the tent and spend time with God so like here's here's Moses mentoring Joshua and as we see in Exodus 33 and a few other places that Moses would spend time with God face to face. Joshua is witnessing all this. Moses would leave. Joshua would stay because he knew that he needed his own personal revelation mm. of God. He needed his own intimacy. So it's great to have mentorships and things like that. But we can't piggyback off of someone else's relationship with God.
2: Gerard, I just we want go. to just just one second you're saying like, you're saying you're already dropping some nice 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 keys here um you said first thing you said when it comes to um entry-level prophecy you said intimacy i remember about 15 years ago there was a prophet i met and he said i said to him so he prophesied over my life before and he used to come to our church and prophesy every now and again and i said to him so how do you how do you do this and you know he said to me Um, he said much fasting and much prayer (laughs) and it was like I was like thinking so I have to be very very skinny to hear from God then (laughs) it's like it just was the most unattractive thing ever so I like the thing that you have not made it even works-based you 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 made it attractive because I want to be intimate with with Jesus so i first point he said intimacy with god and the second thing is like we're in prophetic people community here we're coming here i mean you can see my bookshelf i've got so many books but what he said was like you have to have your personal encounter and relationship with god although it's good to have mentorship and guides it's like ultimately you have to have your face-to-face exodus 33 moments so those things like these are the keys got like we might do other things but these are the things that you're actually these are the frameworks i just want you to like take these notes these are the the power tools so intimacy with god and yeah in the comments i can see people actually writing stuff down so this is good but every time you say something that's really lighting me up i might just come in and just say thank you so thank you i just go go with the flow
1: well that's an honor thank you yes it's all about intimacy. You know, it's about friendship with God, friendship with God, ministering to him, spending time in his presence. You know, James chapter two, verse 23, it says, so the scripture was fulfilled. It says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness. And he was called God's friend, God's Mm. friend. So we need to be friends of God. We're seeking his face. You know, um, I went through some very difficult times. Uh, When I was younger, you know, um, I had been born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, doing some mission trips. And then God told me to go back to my home state and go to Bible college. But I'd had a brother who um, went through a lot of things and he eventually tragically passed away. And here I was a Christian for about almost 20 months or so. Mm. But I decided to spend time in God's presence you know, and and that's where I learned. And here we are. I started a, a small church at that time in a rural community, and we were seeing revival take place. But, you know, God was using people, saving people, filling people with the spirit. We're learning a lot about the prophetic, about prayer. Uh, but I, I was all that flowed out of my intimacy because I was having revival, in my secret place. Mm. You know, a a principle I'd learned was pray until something happens. I think we've all seen that maybe on a bumper sticker. I know that some people have written that in books, you know, push, pray until something happens. And the way I like to say it is pray until something happens, pray some more, Mm. pray, pray, you know, have that revival meeting, you know there's talk about revival here you know on college campuses and things like that and I bless what God is doing but it all begins in our secret place you know um uh, we could we're not in the secret place uh for the manifestation the manifestation can happen in the secret place okay we could uh, receive the fire of God we could shake we could quake our prayer language could erupt and change and and turn and shift and you know we could do warfare prayer and and all that but we're we're seeking the face of Jesus he's mm-hmm. our priority it's just relationship with him and most of what happens in the secret place stays there you know um there might be a a a season where we're we're in training in the secret place like for me as i'd shared earlier it was in the secret place that i first started prophesying and i'm like why am i prophesying to the wind but then i look at the scripture what the scripture says here's ezekiel here's jeremiah Prophesy to the wind prophesy here i'm like oh this is biblical Hmm. (laughs) and that was just a training place uh between me and, and christ jesus you know and in time you know i know um maybe i'll step on some toes uh when we're in the secret place, it's spending time with Jesus, nothing has to happen. like sometimes it's just like we're just there to be still and know that He is God. and then sometimes mm-hmm. it'll it'll change into you know warfare, it'll change into prophesying, it'll change into some type of training regimen, but either way, it's just being a friend with God, being like Abraham, being like Moses, being like like Joshua, and knowing that God, God is there with us. Mm. no matter what's going on in the world. God knows us better than we know ourselves, right?
2: Mm. Jesus
1: said that God knows the number of hair on our head. We're to be a friend of God. He's our first ministry. And then by spending time with him, we're abiding with him. When we host him in the secret place, we're becoming his friend. I mean, I don't know if you've ever done the thing of what is going to be on my tombstone when I die, right? It's your name. It's your birthday. It could be the day you died. There's that little dash, right? That sums up. And then there's that summary. Honestly, I would love to have it say friend of God, mm. maybe uh, gospel preacher demand or something. I've never thought that far ahead, but friend of God is what I'd like to be known as. And then teaching other people how to be friends with him. Amen. So um, we need to be friends of God. Our time with him needs to be prioritized. I don't think we have to get legalistic about time spent. Like, okay, if you got a lot of things to do, yeah, you could set a timer, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, 20 hours, whatever, you know. Um, But also just fellowshipping with him through the course of the day, inviting him wherever you go, inviting the Holy Spirit wherever you go. Like, hey, uh, Holy Spirit, come, come with me. I know you're already here. You're already present, but I'm being more mindful that you're here and I'm going to have a conversation with you as I go run errands, as I go down to the store, as I, you know, look at people and see how much you love them. Mm -hmm. Because we need a revelation of God's love. And everywhere we go, we are God's love to other people. And the prophetic, an entry-level prophecy, when it's to encourage, comfort, and edify people, you know, I like to look at the barista, the waiter, the cashier, or just someone, and and ask, have a conversation with the Holy Spirit, and this is key. Where it's you know, years ago I was younger, I was zealous, uh, you know, overzealous maybe, and I saw people as an evangelistic opportunity, but it it changed over time to realize they're a person God loves, so. A question I ask Holy Spirit is, will you show me how much you love them? Mm. And then I get a revelation of that love. And we know that God loves us so much. And, you know, the scripture um, where, where, you know, God is love. And people tend to take out of context the scripture, and I've been guilty of it, about, you know, love your neighbor as yourself that's when we kind of tear apart the biblical language. It's not about how much you love yourself. It's about having a revelation of God's love for you. And then you realize that God loves you that much, that then you could turn around and see God's love that much in your neighbor. Mm. So, so people tend to, you know, I've heard it preached. It's like, how much do you love yourself? No, it's about how much of a revelation you have of God's love for you. And then you see that God loves your neighbor
2: that much as well, which is immense. We love, we so, love mysteries here. We love mysteries here. We love it when, when a revelation is going one way and so actually, you heard it been said this, but actually it's that. And I I identify with you with two things you've said. You said one, secrets. Um, Most of it remains in a secret place. And that's, that's, that's like God entrusts you with with, with secrets. Um, my daughter today, it's actually my birthday tomorrow, and I work in her school. And today, one of her friends said, "Oh, Mister Talabi, I know how old you're going to be tomorrow. I know you, <laughs> I know your first name, and I know the year you were born." And I looked down at my daughter, like Tati. I was like. Like, I was like, how could you share our intimate details? And then, you know, playtime was over and I went up to her I said, Tati, like, I can't tell you, you know, any more secrets until I can trust you more. And she, she, I won't lie to you, she started to cry a little bit. I said, it's okay, darling, but that was kind of family stuff. That was family stuff. And um, when we walked away from the conversation, I just started to reflect on my own relationship with God and having that whole, what is a secret and what is for the public? And sometimes, so I, I even remember sometimes you post this in the group, you say most of the interpretation of tongues, I've seen you write, it remains between you and God as well, because it's secret. So I love that little reminder that actually some things are between you and God. And then the second thing you're saying here, which, I, again, I think is beautiful, is the New Age has come up with kind of teaching that you have to love yourself, love yourself. It's all about, you know, you're in the sauna getting massages, self-care, self-care, self-care. self-care. And it slipped into the church where, yeah, we, you can have love, low self-esteem and then love yourself. But then it becomes like you're self-obsessed when I've never heard the scripture put how you put it. And I think that's a beautiful revelation. So thank you, Gerard. I'm blessed.
1: Well, it's, it's a pleasure. Now, maybe I could mess up some theology now. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit is singular. Mm. The fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Mm. Love. God is love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. The attributes of love are joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I felt the Holy Spirit out. Holy Spirit, thank you. I got Holy Spirit goosebumps right now. Jesus, thank you, Lord. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Everything else that flows out of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. So the Mm. fruit of the Spirit is singular you know, I've heard people say the fruits of the spirit, but if we look at it, it's fruit singular. Mm. But all everything else flows out of that. So our our motivation, our motivation to prophesy, is is love based, mm. a revelation about God's love to us, and then our motivation is to give Him glory. It's not to make us look cool. It's to pour out his love on people and whether we get a platform or not or whatever, you know, um, you know, Rick Joyner talks about how in heaven there will be thrones. And this is biblical. There will be thrones in heaven for people. And he was shocked when he saw that a lot of the people who were elevated, if you will, because even in heaven, we go from glory to glory. Right. Uh, we change, we, we grow, we're transformed and uh, glow brighter and all that throughout eternity. But he was surprised that it was these simple intercessors who had no platform, who were elevated on these thrones. Now, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But everything you do, which is love based and a revelation of God's love, you know, to be poured out on people, your motivation is to pour out God's love to other people. So when I started looking at people that way, like this is how much God loves them, I was getting more messages, wow. more encouraging, comforting, edifying messages. You know, I've had, you know, um people just weep, just weep. Or um just real something simple. You know, the the COVID lockdowns that came March of mid tw- mid-March 2020 march 9th or 10th or whatever it was i'm not sure how uh, england was or you know but i think it was about the 9th or 10th of march of 2020 Mm. all that stuff happened but right before i think it was about march 7th or 8th my family went to washington dc i interviewed father conroy who was a chaplain at the house of representatives in in the uh, u.s capitol and then i met up with my in-laws to see senator chuck grassley and here he is. He's 90 something years old at this point. He's 80 or 90 or something. He's been in government a long time. And I asked him, can we pray for you before we leave? Because he re- he's a representative of the state of Iowa that my in-laws are from. And I was like, listen, uh, you know, can we pray for you? He's like, yes. I prayed a simple prayer, Holy Spirit, touch Senator Grassley. And then I started, and I knew it was prophetic but I didn't raise my voice, but I was praying for wisdom. I was praying James, and I even said James 1, 1 through 8 over him for wisdom, 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 you know, not to be tossed to and fro. And this is just taking the scripture that came to my mind and praying it. Mm. After the end of the prayer, you know what he said? He looks at me. He's like, Jared, that's the prayer I pray every day.
2: Whoa. Word, word, word. Mm. Who
1: else hey. felt that? <laughs> It was simple. And then within a few days, we had that global emergency and all that stuff. And God used Grassley for some of the first relief for the millions of workers who are laid off overnight. Okay, And so, you know, um, that that was just something to find. Uh, Is it okay if we do an activation here real quick? I mean, I'm not I'm not even touching my notes right now, but let's do an activation. Is that cool?
2: Guys, guys, I'm mute. Do you want it or do you want it? Yeah. 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 Let's go. <laughs> sure. Awesome.
1: So right where you are, I'd like you to do uh, just a couple of things. You could close your eyes. You could play some soft worship music. Ask Jesus to give you a revelation of his love. Ask him to give you a revelation of his love. Holy Spirit, come. Okay, and now as he's, I don't want to get in his way, but as you're receiving that revelation, ask him to bring someone to your mind, someone you know. And their face might pop up, their name might, you might hear their name in in your, in your ears. And say, Holy Spirit, how much do you love them? Now ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what scripture do you want for my friend? Now, that scripture that comes to mind, turn it into an encouraging, comforting, edifying message to them. So write it down, do whatever you got to do, and then text it to your friend right now. If you've got access to your phone or your computer, text it to your friend, write it all out. I'll give you about a minute or so for that. Amen. So Jesus bless them. All right. All right. Were you edified? Were you comforted? Were you blessed through this activation?
2: I, I you know, the strangest thing, I saw so someone who's not saved, one of my workmates, and I didn't know that, you know, God's, I didn't think God would give me a word for my workmate, but um, she, she's very bitter but I felt like God was weeping over her broken heart and I didn't know oh bitterness could come from a broken heart. So now now I have to think about how I will share that with her in in a way that it can bless her. But that is just, that activation was amazing for me. And does anyone else want to unmute and tell us just quickly, you know, what they got from that? Yes. Um, I heard the Lord say, Isaiah 43, 2. And I had no idea what Isaiah 43, 2 was. So I looked it up and it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Mm -hmm. And
1: through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. So Mm -hmm. that was an encouraging word I was able to
2: send to my father. Wow. Love it. I love it. Anyone else? Just one more? don't be shy let's
3: go i got one i got one for my sister um god gave me psalms 23 Mm. so i've just texted her and i'm I'm very emotional about it because god was just telling me that he's guiding her pathway he's with her even though she goes through like the valley of the shadow of death and yeah i've just shared that with her and i know she's going to be blessed yeah
1: Amen. Amen. So I'll jump into a little more and then we'll do uh, uh, another activation after that. Cool. One hundred. All right. All right. This is thank you, Holy Spirit. So what is our heart motivation to prophesy? We need to check our hearts to see if our motivation to hear God and speak his words are for his glory. We're to come humbly before him, listening to him, spending time with him, and knowing that he's our best friend. And as a friend, he reveals secrets to us. So in John chapter 15, verse 14, Jesus said, you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants. And he's talking to his disciples, but here we are. We are the successors to the disciples. So this this applies to us. Jesus said, a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends for everything that I learned from my father. I've made known to you. So there are some heart check questions that I like to ask Hmm. to that. We could ask ourselves before approaching someone and prophesying an entry level prophecy of encouragement, comfort and edifying. Now, now, when it comes to the other stuff it's not corrective. It's not any of that. And I think that that's for another time, another, you know, and there are different types of ministries that, that walk in that level. And I, I do believe in the five fold ministry offices, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. So there's a whole different level. And those, those guys are gifts to the body of Christ, you know, but for all of us, we can all hear God's voice. And if we can hear God's voice, we can prophesy, we can speak what God is saying on the entry level of encouragement, comfort, and edifying. And people will, will usually, you know, be blessed through that. There's been only a few times, a handful of times that I've been rejected, you know, um, but that's okay. Okay. We're just being obedient. I know that there's, you know, I was in Iowa and it was difficult to give a word of knowledge, a word of encouragement of comfort to a waitress man it was very difficult and you know they just need a little more revival there amen but a heart check question one of the first ones i ask is do i value and love jesus am i valuing him right now is my love growing for him today do i cherish his spirit and do i love his other kids can i look mm-hmm. at that person they might be different than me they might think differently than me they might be affiliated with things that i don't agree with but do i love them and can i love them like jesus loves them and sure it's a you know a daily process and it takes time and we grow but do am i valuing jesus do i love jesus right now Is my love growing for him? And am I loving that person? And do I cherish the Holy Spirit? So you could also personalize some of these questions, you know, like, you know, do I look at this person in love or do I look at them as a target? Looking at them as a target for evangelism or, or just a supernatural encounter, that's the wrong motivation, you know, but looking at them as a child that God loves, as someone that God wants to speak to. You know, and knowing that it's to glorify Jesus, and hopefully they connect with Him, or they know that that He did something in that moment. That's the right motivation. You know, um, I've done a lot of one-on-one Zooms with people, whether it's seeing them set free from demonic stuff, or um, receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, or things like that. And I've had some people who they want these shortcuts to the anointing. They, they, and they want it for a selfish reason, you know? And, and it's just like, they're like, well, you start, they start asking these questions and I get a red flag. I'm just like, it's time, it's time. And your motivation needs to glorify Jesus, glorify Jesus. It's not so that you look cool and great and supernatural, but, it's to glorify Jesus. So the heart motivation is to give him glory, give him praise, you know, to point people to him and share his love with that person. Hmm. Our motivation needs to be love. Jesus summed it all up in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. 37. He summed up the Old Testament, summed up the New Testament, Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. That's the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. So love your neighbor as much as the revelation of love that you have. God loves you. God loves them. The love and mercy of God is life-changing, and that's what people need to encounter. They need to encounter God's love through you. Our attitude is to reveal his love. First John 4, 9 through 11 says, In this way, the love of God was revealed to us that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. And in this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. If God so loved us, we must also love one another. One another. We need to love well. I mean, I, I know what it's like to have a beef with somebody in the church, okay? Like, I've been in the ministry. I've been in the trenches, man. It could get really ugly at times. I mean, years ago, I, I was bitter for years over a ministry situation. Some years later, I was the same situation came up, and I immediately forgave. Immediately forgave. Because I know what bitterness can do to people. Come on. You know? We need to love other people and, and love God's children well. So our attitude is to reveal his love. Ministry is not about the one ministering. Prophesying is not about the one prophesying. It is about the one who enables and empowers by his spirit. Mm. It's about Jesus. When we share his love, it's a privilege that we can't take lightly or flippantly, okay? And it's not for show. The signs and wonders that take place are all to point to his love, his personality. It's to point to Jesus. It's is to point to God. You know, I've seen signs and wonders uh, in my ministry before. We've had the gold dust, the gems showing up in meetings and stuff like that. And, you know, someone had asked me, well, what is all this, you know, about, what does this mean? I said, it's Jesus revealing his love to you. Hmm. It's, you know, I've got a, a, a couple of, well, I have one gem, you know, a, a Jesus diamond. Okay. From a meeting. My first one that's, that, you know, I was in a prophecy meeting and by faith, you know, these things were showing up and by faith, I reached down. And I said, Jesus, I believe you're going to, and there's nothing on the ground. But by faith, I reached down and pulled up a gem, a Jesus (laughs) gem, you know, but that is God's love just being revealed. God's love.
2: Wow. Some people, some people will will be like, huh? Gem, (laughs) what are you talking about? Like, yes, these are, especially in, in Europe, it's not as, um, yeah, these are supernatural encounters where sometimes some people have wind will just come through the room. Some people have seen glory clouds. Sometimes people hear sounds, just like in the Bible, like New Testament. Um, I think they heard a sound, and some people thought it was thunder. Some people thought it was angel. It was actually God speaking. Gems. Certain man, like Paul sent handkerchiefs, and people were healed. So, yeah, these are manifestations. In fact, if you're even, like, more Westernized, you wouldn't even, like, people don't even see deliverance that much anymore. I can't even remember the last time I heard a man speaking in the voice of multitudes or, you know, showing supernatural strength. When I was first saved, um, that was more prevalent. And over the last decade, it's happened less, even though at the moment there's a movie in America, I think it's about... Is there something something about uh, what's the movie in America about the demons coming out or there's a movie going around at the moment and it's uh, someone who someone in the States tell me it's all about church people who cast out demons I'm not sure.
1: Well, um, I just had Greg Locke on the podcast so he had one that came, it was in theaters for like one night. Yes. Um, Come Uh, out in Jesus name
2: come out in jesus name so that's coming more to the awareness now but yeah what gerard is speaking is biblical um there's someone called joshua mills i believe who has a lot of gold dust manifestations and stuff like that so if you go on youtube and um you'll see but these things are um true i've never actually met spoken to someone directly who've had that so yeah now i can press through my um for my gem and i can go forward for my my i've heard about teeth replacement and stuff like that have you ever heard have you ever seen that manifestation, Gerard, before?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I was at a meeting. This is, you know, 20 years ago. And um, so my ministry is aligned with Shayon in Pasadena, Harvest International Ministries. Um, so Shayon was a special guest and he prayed for us, okay? And I was the one that was put on, I was the front row and I was put on display. Um, I walk up there and I'm already like in the Holy Spirit Next thing I know, I'm on the floor laughing my head off and just enjoying the presence of God. Okay. Like, and then everybody's like all around me. Um, But some people that had the next day we went on mission trips, but we got a report. So I didn't see this with my own eyes, but we got a report from this very conservative Canadian couple, you know, that they received prayer from Shay and she had um, a filling, you know, just a, a white filling in her teeth it turned to gold and was in the form of a
2: cross. Okay. That's amazing. Mm, That's that's Jesus. That's Jesus. Come on. That's because he loves you. Mm. See, we love, see, this is, this is, this is just so beautiful because it puts everything into perspective. It's just God showing he loves us. And Gerald was talking about heart motivation. And, you know, um, when I was growing up, uh, one of my teachers, he taught me about contamination in that, you know, God gives you the prophecy, but then if your heart isn't, you know, if you have bitterness and whatever else in your heart now, this clear, this clear message from God can get diluted. now you start to prophesy out of your own judgments and perspectives and presumptions and all of this. And if we can keep the, the, the soil of our heart clean, then what begins to happen is There's less contamination and less mixture. So, you know, the motivation of your heart and also the state of your heart is so, so cool. Because, you know, he could have just come on and done a bunch of activations and said, there you go. But this stuff is the foundational, foundational thing. Intimacy with God, the motivation of your heart, asking God how much he loves the person you want to... Imagine sitting in a restaurant thinking, God, how much do you love the waitress? Isn't that just a lovely spin on prophecy? The Bible actually says pursue love then desire and desire spiritual gifts it puts love first and then in between first corinthians 12 and 14 there's that that love chapter so god's like saying you know the meat of the message is the love so i'm i'm loving this like go for it right. well
1: amen well are you guys ready to do another activation
2: guys we can't hear you are you ready do you want some more Come on, come ready, on. Let me hear that sound. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, let's go.
1: All right. So
2: let's stir up
1: your spiritual gift.
3: Mm.
2: Let's
1: stir it up. And uh I'll paraphrase uh, the, the to a way to stir up the spiritual gift is to remember. Remember the great things God has done for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, biblical meditation is filling the mind up with the word of God, filling the mind on your memories of God's miracles, healings, you know, the, the things that he's done in your life. Remembering, you, you, you lay on your bed at night like the Psalmist David and remember what God has done. But then you could also, as you're remembering, ask him, what do you sh- want to show me about the future? What, what do you want to show me? And, and so as you're remembering, then he changes the scenery and starts showing you stuff and you're stirring up that spiritual gift. So, because we're all here, you know, to stir up the gift of prophecy, you can hear God's voice. You can prophesy, you can encourage, comfort, and edify people, wherever you go, uh, based in God's love. So we'll see how this goes. So start remembering something right now, of what God has done in your life. Give him praise, give him thanks for it. You could even pray the Lord's Prayer and turn that into praise and thanksgiving as you're remembering. I think someone here is probably remembering a financial miracle that God brought forth. Maybe someone's remembering what God did in their grandma's life. Amen? And thank God for that. Now ask the Holy Spirit. You know, there's guests on here some of you may know each other but say holy spirit what do you want to tell this person who's on this zoom right now what do you want to tell them now you might feel the holy spirit stirring something in you you know uh, holy spirit i am i'm just in the spirit i'm hearing a wind just the wind of the spirit acts two holy spirit what do you want to tell this person Um, I think we've got the private chat, so send that person a message. I mean, I don't want to, like, micromanage you this or whatever, you know, and say you're, you're a so-and-so, you're a so-and-so, but just message that person. And then if you receive a message, read it, pray over it, give some feedback about it.
3: that's
2: yeah guys you hear that just feel good feel free to go in the chat box um if you don't know how to use the function where it says to everyone click the blue bit and then what you'll see is it'll slide down and you'll see the individual's names and then click that person's name and that person will be able to receive your word and um only that person will be able to see it and like you said one of the things again in the community we always say you know feedback is your friend the bible says you know we're to test and weigh um prophecy and just like oh you know in an encouraging way that's how we learn so we can all learn and grow together you know so um one of the things i've learned with prophecy some of the some one or two of the best words i've given i didn't know that they were good words until months after because the person <laughs> didn't give me feedback and i walked home thinking Oh Lord, I'm never gonna ever try this ever again. And then months later, they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no." When you told me um to to move move job, or, or God had a new opportunity, I was actually I just I just come from a job interview. I'm thinking, why didn't you tell me on the spot? You waited four months later. So sometimes, like like giving feedback can really really encourage someone you know so if 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 it's a blessing to you whatever the person sends you know give them that feedback you know it's really it's really good to encourage so yeah just write, take a minute to, or 30 seconds to write those messages and yeah. when you when you've done just raise your hand or something in that um emoji box so we know that you're ready to move on but you know, you, you can speak
1: i on. would love to say feedback is my friend okay like I've prayed for so many people and then I'm like hey does that make sense you know and they're just like you know (laughs) I'm like I I don't I don't know you know like please tell me so I, I try to ask people you know for some feedback you know have I missed it absolutely I've missed it have I ever been right on yeah you know but I'm also just pointing people to Jesus so feedback is my friend Uh, And so I try to ask people, you know, if they can message me, if they could email or something and just be like, hey, you know, if they can't tell me on the spot, because, you know, um, recording is a friend, too, because when you record it, you know, um, they can listen to it later. Because sometimes you just start prophesying and your mouth is just going and then you're like, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so. All right.
2: So guys, if you're ready, either do a thumbs up here or use the emoji so we know that you've given your word. Are we ready to go, guys? Yeah, Yeah. I see the thumbs now. All right.
1: Thank you. So hopefully people were encouraged and comforted. Can I start calling some people out and pray over them?
2: One hundred percent, please. All right.
1: All right. So Holy Spirit, come have your way. Jesus, Holy Spirit, come. So um, I'll just work my way down the line. So uh, Janine. So I I see Janine first. Holy Spirit, touch Janine. Am I saying your name right? Janine? Great. (laughs) Holy Spirit, come touch Janine right now in Jesus' name. I pray for a release of more artistic capabilities, artistic uh, designs, creativity in Jesus' name. What I'm seeing is um, the promises of God over your life. I see, uh, you know, like when after the flood, you know, there was the rainbow that that arced over and it was the promises of God. Janine, you've walked through some things. You've had your storms of life you know, but now you're coming into uh, the inheritance that God has for you in Jesus name. And that inheritance is abundance. It's blessing. uh, It's financial as well. So I'm going to take a step of faith and say, Jesus, bring forth the finances necessary to accomplish kingdom purposes in Janine's life right now in Jesus name. And that, um, that more creativity, more design, and the oil of the Holy Spirit will be poured out upon her as she uh, uh, speaks forth your words of life, as she glorifies you through everything she sets her hands to do. Um, uh, I pray for, I'm taking a step of faith, a debt cancellation to take place in Jesus' name. She's Not going to be indebted to the enemy, but, Lord, she'll walk in the abundance of the Holy Spirit that you have for her in Jesus' name. Um, I pray for words, like I'm seeing just words being transcribed, you know, uh, stories of um, insight, of uh, encounters, prophetic experiences in Jesus' name. Uh, So I'm going to take a step of faith and, and say, start writing start putting these words down, um, start releasing these things to, to people, to the world. God has given you a gift and it's, it's, it's growing, it's bubbling. I, I think maybe even uh, at night you start sensing uh, this, this just this holy unction to do something great and it's coming for you as you're stepping into this new time that God has for you, uh, this new era for the Holy Spirit through you in Jesus' name. So Jesus, bless Janine right now in Jesus' name. Fill her with your spirit. Now I'm going to ask for feedback, Janine. Sure. Um,
3: so you're spot on. I am quite creative and actually have an
2: art exhibition coming
3: up next month. Come on. I started painting last year. Come on.
2: Wait, wait, pause, 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 pause. <laughs> I didn't even know that. And the stuff <laughs> that you were saying... He, he doesn't even know anyway you carry on he doesn't even know Does and he doesn't much? you don't know me <laughs> so i know
3: this is God. so my dad um passed away in 2020 but he was an artist so my whole house is f- full of his paintings and things and i actually prayed one day and i said lord i want impartation my dad had such a great gift and i would like to paint and i laid my hands on these paintings and i promise you afterwards i started painting wow so um, my creative gifts are definitely growing i do write i've just finished i just wrote a book and published it a poetry book um that was the end of last year and i'm in the middle of writing another one so you're spot on there in terms of finances uh yes i've been praying about that so yeah i really everything you were saying even the unction at night that's when the holy ghost comes for me (laughs) at night (laughs) time so it yeah i was just it was just god thank you thank you very much jared what's
2: going on here what's going (laughs) on here lord holy spirit we give you glory hey i didn't even know that stuff about you we we went to college like how many years ago 20 years ago now really you know but I didn't even know this I feel we've been we've been in the community for three months I can't Gerard what are you doing to me <laughs> you, Jesus. I love thank it you. glory to God this is so yeah. much fun and we can We're tell the Jesus. Holy Spirit is in the place Holy Spirit continue to flow in Jesus name and continue to release your word we thank you for this session so far and I know you're going to continue to speak but just for a second Holy Spirit we lift you up we glorify you we just thank you for being here i can sense there's a sweetness in the atmosphere holy spirit thank you so much i thank you for so far you're using gerard and just the ease the ease the love the flow we love it lord and just continue to speak gerard just just take take as you're led as you're led yeah thank you lord
1: thank you lord well the next one i see is laurie just laurie so Holy Spirit, touch Lori right now. Speak to her your love, your grace, in Jesus' name. Um, uh, as I shared earlier, there are some people that enjoy God and nature in His creation. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm hearing birds singing. You know, I'm I'm hearing trees rustle. Enjoy those moments between you and Jesus. You know, um, I'm I'm seeing. You know walking by streams, walking on rock paths, walking on trails, and uh, Jesus is right there with you. Jesus is right there with you. you're it's just a real conversation right there between you and him. So Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you're being real with him, and he loves that about you. You're just telling him your wants, your desires your pleasures your you know god's will you're telling him about the things that you're worried about and he's saying do not be anxious about these things don't worry about tomorrow you're spending time with me and i'm there with you you know um there was probably a uh any any an emotional struggle with with someone you know that that you're just having a conversation with him about you're like what is this back and forth but he's bringing peace into that situation he's brought peace into it and um you're a beacon of hope i my wife loves lighthouses okay so my wife loves lighthouses and and uh you are a lighthouse you may have heard this before from other people you're you're a beacon of hope, you're a beacon of encouragement, you're a beacon of life. And, um, you know, uh, we were in Ireland and, you know, we had to go cliffs of mower and, you know, um, go look at some lighthouses and go on these really long walks. Even in Lake Havasu here in, in Arizona, we went and saw a whole bunch of small little lighthouses. You're a beacon of hope to people, and as you enjoy these things, he's with you. You enjoy the moments. You make the most of every moment. And you're hospitable to people. And some people, you know, may not say thank you, but Jesus says thank you. Jesus says thank you for being hospitable to my people. Thank you for being hospitable to my kids. Lord, he loves you. He blesses you. And um, you're stepping into the new. I'm going to take a step of faith here and say um, there are some powerful, powerful resources out there, books about the prophetic, books about um, going deeper in the presence of God. But the best book is right here, the the Holy Bible. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be stepping into a new revelation of what the scripture says, you know, and and there are tools, okay, like you have this hunger for the word of God, Um, there are tools that that can help you understand them more understand the languages but as you're doing that you know um as you're you're dissecting those things and just going deeper you're having fellowship with the holy spirit i see jesus hands upon your shoulders and i believe that there's going to be more of that when you're walking when you're driving when you're hanging out at home feel the presence of god and you'll pause and maybe you'll even put your hand up on your shoulder and and by faith you're touching his hands and you're just telling him thank you for this moment so he loves you laurie he
0: loves you thank you so much <laughs> this is just so fun <laughs> oh my gosh you're just not gonna believe this <laughs> okay so um let's see i need to get my glasses on because i wrote some notes um yeah uh yeah (laughs) sorry I do love nature I love being out outside most um and being really real with God um and as my children were growing up I um I had a job where I would uh the guy would build um buoys and I would paint lighthouses on them (laughs)
3: Oh, 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 oh.
0: And my heritage is I'm from Ireland. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah. And I have a whole library of books about just me loving God and every aspect of him all of what he's about not just like say tongues but speaking in tongues i was actually out in the wilderness i was picking berries and that's where i was just talking to the lord singing to him and next thing i know i'm singing in tongues so perfect perfect right on
2: Uh, guys (laughs) is this meant to be (laughs) (laughs) entry-level (laughs) your words and knowledge as the spirit leads and this is it you this what can happen as soon as you yield submit and are operating out of love then you step into all of the things that god has for the people he loves so this is just a beautiful um revelation and now demonstration there's a lot of revelation out there we hear this and we hear that just do this a b c and d try this A, B. but when it's like okay here's revelation and demonstration Uh, the holy spirit is here because he wants us to hear see and do and for me i work in the you know the well work i i I give speeches i do public speaking and that is that is the, the greatest um kind of presentation you can give is for people to hear see and then do And that's what they call empowerment. We're not spectators, we're participating, but we're also seeing demonstration, as Paul said. I didn't come with wise words of men's wisdom, but demonstration. So we're going to continue to allow the Holy Spirit to use um, Gerard to demonstrate as he's led. Jesus, have your way.
1: Jesus, have your way. Holy Spirit, and have your way. So, Holy Spirit, let's activate these precious people to prophesy over one another right now in Jesus' name. I know we did an activation earlier, you know, where you messaged someone. I hope you all all encouraged, comforted, and edified for that. But let's let's see. I don't know if everybody got a word, but let's try to see if everybody could get a word to prophesy a word. Um, I don't know if this will get messy. (laughs) Zoom is different than a a seminar, but Holy Spirit, have your way. So ask the Holy Spirit to give you a word. Give you a word for someone that encourages, comforts, and edifies them. And then, um, I guess we could take a, a volunteer to speak to someone. So... I don't know how you want to do that, Malachi. Um, But Holy Spirit, have your way. Release the spirit of prophecy upon these amazing people right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So Holy Spirit, show people your love for someone else right here in this call. In Jesus' name. You can hear God's voice and prophesy. Every person with the Spirit of God living in them can be used by God for entry-level prophecy. Entry-level prophecy is the starting point of an incredible adventure in hearing God's voice and prophesying. Prophecy encourages, comforts, and edifies people. And our heart is to equip and educate you to hear God and prophesy, walking it out as a lifestyle. And that's why we created entry-level prophecy e-course on charismacourses.com. Through this powerful e-course, you will be equipped to hear God and to prophesy. You'll gain the necessary biblical understanding needed to take a step of faith and speak what you hear God saying to see people encouraged comforted and edified in this course you'll learn about the fruit of the spirit the character traits of god how to receive and deliver a prophecy how to judge a prophecy and what foundation you need to prophesy and what heart motivations are necessary to prophesy when you enroll in this e-course you'll also have access to bonus materials and our live coaching sessions go to charismacourses.com to purchase entry-level prophecy and learn how to hear god's voice and prophesy